It's a Saturday morning in CCU land when we have a bit of a wine chat with our friend from Haskell's, Jack Farrell. Good morning, Jack, and happy fall to you. Yes, indeed. And today is also deck opener, and I have a uh-huh. report from the blinds. Slow going, although it's perfect weather for opener. It's a little foggy and misty, rain-wise, overcast, etc., but very slow going, I'm told. <laughs> All right. Thanks for that report. What else do you have up your sleeve today? Rain-wise, overcast etc., but very slow going, I'm told. <laughs> All right. Thanks for that report. What else do you have up your sleeve today? Well, as you mentioned, happy fall. I think we ought to talk a little bit about wines for fall. You know, when the weather gets a little nippier, uh, your appetite changes a little bit. I heard somebody yesterday say, you know, I'm going to go home and make some soup. And, you know, when the weather is nippy like that, hearty soup is a wonderful thing to choose for a dish. And, of course, there's some wonderful... Uh, different kinds of soups from around the world. One of my favorites is uh, from Provence. It's called Bouillabaisse. It's a fish soup, and it's flavored with anise, a little licorice. And it's hard to imagine that the licorice flavor of anise would be good in a fish soup, but it is absolutely delicious. And any kind of fish soup in Italy, they have the same thing, and they call it cioppino. But at any rate, a hearty soup, you know, for example... Uh, Minnesota's own chicken wild rice soup or turkey wild rice soup or just plain wild rice soup uh, can be awfully good. But obviously when you're having food like that that's heartier and more stick to your ribs, you're looking for some wines that are perhaps more adapted to fall than the hot summer days. And, of course, one of my favorites to have at any time is white Bordeaux. I mentioned those uh, three different fish stews that I happen to like. Well, nothing is better with them than a wonderful white Bordeaux. White Bordeaux, you know, is a blended wine. It's Semillon and Sauvignon Blanc blended. And and the Bordelais have mastered the art of blending. All Bordeaux, you know, if you get a red wine from Bordeaux, it's generally three or even four varietals, principally Cabernet and Merlot, and then they have Cabernet Franc and some other uh, things like... uh, Malbec and different wines like that that are blended in to the final blend when you open a bottle of Bordeaux, red or white. But the whites are Semillon and Sauvignon Blanc. And they are really remarkable wines. As a matter of fact, there's an area of Bordeaux called Entre du Mer, between the two seas. Well, it's not between any seas at all. It's between two rivers, and it's a peninsula of land that juts down in there. And the Entre du Mer is a white Bordeaux, and it just cries for fish or seafood, and uh, thus the name, uh, the Appalachian is Bordeaux, but it, the Appalachian is Entre du Mer in Bordeaux. And it is really a terrific wine, and you can find those Entre du Mers for well under $20, and they are terrific. If you have an unlimited budget, one, another favorite of mine from Bordeaux is one called Chateau Carboneau. And it is an interesting name. It was one time owned by the French ambassador, uh, to the Sultan's court, uh, and of course the Sultan, being a good Islam, did not drink. And uh, he, but when he came to the French embassy, he would drink Chateau Carbonneau. He loved it. He told the ambassador, "With wines like, uh, with water like this, why would anybody ever drink wine?" Unbeknownst to the Sultan, he was of course drinking Chateau Carbonneau, and that's an amusing story. But the fact of the matter is, Chateau Carbonneau is an absolutely luscious and delicious 
white Bordeaux, an epitome of the blend of Sauvignon Blanc and Semillon. And Semillon, as I said, is worth checking out by itself. It's a full-bodied white wine, and uh, it's usually blended, but once in a while you can find it by itself. Uh, California produces some Semillon, South Africa does, uh, so does Australia. But, and those are good examples of that white wine. Uh, as far as some reds go, one of my favorites at this time of year is Syrah, or Grenache, or the wine called GSM. And GSM is kind of a new thing. It's uh, Grenache, Madouvre, and Syrah. And it, it's used to blend. And you can get a GSMs from Oregon primarily, and they're starting to bottle that GSM. Uh, as a type almost. It's a, a blended wine, but it, it really has uh, very, very wonderful nuances to fall. If you want solid Syrah, any of the northern Rhones are almost 100% Syrah. They really are good. And Grenache, of course, is a principal grape type of the Cote du Rhone southern area, and there's some wonderful wines there. As a matter of fact, one of the wines from that area, Chateau Rias, is 100% uh, Grenache, and it's a Chateau Neuf de Pop. Usually, Chateau Neuf de Pops have quite a bit of Syrah in them, although Grenache is pretty much the principal grape type. Uh, Syrah is really a fall wine. It's big and bold and will uh, tackle any big fall dish you're going to have. It really is great. As I said, if you can't find 100% Syrah, they make it in this country. The ones that are made in this country are almost too powerful to have with fall dishes. They're better off to have in a cold, bitter winter day. But if you find any of these blended wines, believe me, they're worth seeking out. And then there's my old friend Beaujolais. In the fall, you want a little bigger Beaujolais than simply Tucor or Village uh, Beaujolais. Uh, maybe something like a Morgan. We have a Morgan Limelier that is absolutely wonderful at this time of year. It's really one of the great pleasures of Beaujolais. The grape type is Gamay, and it's a really perfect wine for fall. It's light with a real wonderful nose of berries and a great amount of acidity. In fact, the Beaujolais, all of them, have relatively high acidity and goes so well with roast chicken or even turkey. And not only that, pretty good wine to have with your burgers, and the good thing about it is you can chill it down a bit. But uh, Beaujolais should not be overlooked, and you know, it's kind of tragic. Nouveau Beaujolais was responsible for making Beaujolais more well-known around the world. As a matter of fact, I found out yesterday that in Japan, they sell almost 7 million bottles of Nouveau Beaujolais every year. That's incredible. They aren't planning to order that much this year because Nouveau seems to have lost its luster, but that's what they ordered in 2020 in Japan. Unbelievable amount of uh, Beaujolais there. Another one in the white area would be Unoaked Chardonnay. Uh, these wines aren't really just for summer. Uh, Unoaked Chardonnay can be a wonderful wine at this time of year. Sometimes those uh, Chardonnays that are oaked and have a big buttery rich flavor are a little too heavy for this time of year. And these unoaked ones are just absolutely terrific. An another favorite white of mine is Viognier. Viognier is the principal white grape type of Blanc Cote de Rhone. And uh, if you can find a good one like Chateau Fordant, 
you or LaForge. LaForge uh, Viognier is one of the best wines I have ever had in Viognier, no matter what the price is. But it's a wonderful fall wine. And so is Grenache Blanc. We talked a minute ago about the Grenache grape type. They make a white one that's awfully good. And then if we go to Italy, the Cinderella of red wines, in my opinion, is Barbera. Uh, Barbera is a, a wine from up in the Piedmontese area. It's rich, light-bodied. It has a berry cherry nose. Uh, it goes down like a treat because, again, like Beaujolais, it has uh, a lively acidity. And with the oak-style wine added to it, it gives it hints of vanilla and chocolate and all kinds of wonderful spices that go perfectly with, say, pot roast or sausages. Or if you're looking for a treat with a meatloaf in the fall, which, of course, is a wonderful dish to have, try a Barbera from Italy. You won't be disappointed. And while we're talking about that wonderful Piedmont area of Italy, let's talk a minute about Beaujolais. No, they don't have Beaujolais, but they have a wine they call Dolcetto, the sweet and it is the Beaujolais of Italy. It is just a delightful light wine. It comes from Alba, and uh, just it's a perfect everyday drinking red wine. It's good with beef stew. Would be nice with a big dish of meatballs and spaghetti. Not bad with a burger either. The Beaujolais of Italy, Dolcetto. And we talk ad nauseum about Grenache. Grenache is a wonderful grape type for the fall, and a little coat around like De La Sprayer or Dangerville uh, are just great little coat rooms, and, and that's where real value can be found. It's very hard to find a little coat to room that's over $15, $18 a bottle, uh, and the ones you find are, you know, really very, very good. As I said, it's kind of hard to find a bad bottle of a southern coat to room. They really are terrific. Uh, and then if you go a little further uh, to northern Italy, where you can get Croix Hermitage or St. Joseph, again, nice wines go well with uh, powerful things like pumpkin. And, you know, I don't know if you have ever had it, but pumpkin stew is pretty good. And they serve that pumpkin stew in a carved-out pumpkin. It makes it just shout fall, and it's pretty delicious. Uh, that also, incidentally, it's good with something spicy like curry. So if you get an opportunity to try a St. Joseph or a Croix Hermitage, that would be a good one. And we've already talked about that GSM that's so popular out in Oregon these days. And that would be great with a cheeseburger or stuffed pepper. Or try it uh, with grilled pork chops. You wouldn't be disappointed, believe me. And then let's not forget our old friend, last but not least, Zinfandel. Zinfandel is just a wonderful wine. Zinfandel also is Primitivo from Italy, from whence Zinfandel came. You know, it was always considered an American weed and no pedigree. Well, it has a wonderful pedigree. Originally Primitivo from Italy, and before that, I think Pavlaka or something along those lines from Croatia. I can't pronounce the word. But it, that's where it came from. It was planted in the 1800s in California, and they, no one knew about it. it. got the name Zinfandel, and it's a nice wine to have with any kind of barbecue or uh, casual thing. Again, a good wine that goes well with that pumpkin stew, no question about it. And, of course, Ted Farrell 
has picked a wonderful six for 60. That's six bottles of wine for $60 for fall. Just a nice assortment. That's $10 a bottle. Ferrelli Bianco, which is a white from Italy, just delicious, a great reception wine. Wilderness Oak Chardonnay, delicious Chardonnay, unoaked. Uh, Provenera Zinfandel, there you go. We just talked about Zinfandel and Provenera. It's a great example of that from California. Loscano, which is for a red field blend from Argentina. And Standing Oak Cab, you've got to have a little cab, even though this is the time of year not to have much of cab, but that Standing Oak is delicious. And then this is a wonderful wine worth, worth the $60 for the, the all-six cost. And that is Maytag Coors. Uh, it's a Malbec. That's where Malbec comes from, Cahors in France. And uh, it's so different than Argentine Malbec. Uh, the Cahors is a big, bold wine. I was introduced to it originally by my good friend, Dr. Glenn Nelson. His, uh, had another, he had a friend, Prince Heinrich of Denmark, who had a vineyard in Cahors and a castle and all that went with it. And uh, the he, Prince sent me a bottle of the Cahors, and I fell in love with it. We've had it ever since, and that's probably 35, 40 years ago. But anyhow, it's the birthplace of Malbec. It's certainly worth seeking out. And so there you have it on this great duck opener morning, first part of fall, a good assortment of really must-try, in my opinion, wines that will enhance your food and particularly enhance the seasonality of the food you're going to have. And you can get all these at my favorite store, Haskell's. There's a Haskell's near you where you can save big dollars on wine. There's a Haskell's in Bloomington, one in Excelsior. Haskell's in Faribault, right off of 35. Our Maple Grove Supercellar is not to be missed. 22,000 square feet of wine from all over the world. In Minneapolis, we have free parking on Saturday and Sunday right downtown. There's the Haskells at Ridgedale, Plymouth, St. Paul's Highland Village, Stillwater, White Bear Lake, and Woodbury, too. And if you can't come in, go to Haskells.com. And don't forget, at Haskells, we do deliver. Well, Jack, I'm not sure what happened to Denny. <laughs> I'm not sure either. I'm not sure. But thank you very well, much. It was my great pleasure to fill in for such a superstar as our own Denny Long. We'll talk to you next week, then. Have a great week. You know, I'm going to look forward to that. Thank you. Thank you very much. That's Jack Farrell from Haskell's. I'm not sure where Denny went, but we'll uh, we'll try and find him here. Uh, 759 here on News Talk 830 WCCL.